Man, Ooh. I think I think like if there's a market for that, then yeah, and it could be a lot safer for 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 people, like a lot safer for for sex workers. It could take it away, you know, take away the danger for for women or for sex workers. But oh, but it takes away their business, bro. Yeah, that's true. But it will t- get them out of a job. It's like it's like taking taking admin out <laughs> of corporations. You're taking the the sex out. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like you, there'll be no more market for like yeah. Well, that, it'll, it'll half the market. It's like the Uber. Yeah, of I, I think like, the sex like anything trade. though. Like technology is gonna technology is supposed it to is. make our lives better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, it'll make it a lot safer for for people. But it, I think. That it just and the the mayor said this. The mayor of um of of Houston said that it'll just reinforce the dehumanization of like the the act of sex buying, and people and you guys have seen Westworld. Have you guys seen Westworld? Mm. It'll just turn into no, I haven't. I've heard about it. Yeah, it'll just turn into yeah, it'll just turn into some like people doing crazier and crazier things because they think that um you know they can do whatever they want. With 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 these sex robots, and then that'll true. translate onto actual humans. Yeah. Look, I think it's a two it's a double edged sword, eh? And we've we've gone through these sort of topics in the past, prior to this one in the last fifty that we've done. Especially when we used to go rant over about um, Black Mirror. You know how we yeah. always used to go like, it's always sort of something in the near future, and it's always some messed up perception of the world. Um, the truth of the matter is, what I believe, um, messed up things happen al- already kind of thing you can't really take that away there's there's already going to be messed up people doing things yeah. in terms of taking away the danger i don't necessarily think um to an extent reinforcing it i don't think to an extent because the messed up people will always still find a messed up way to find things there's always the black um what is it the the dark web um there's pedophiles there's that that kind of thing is there i don't think it's going to make it like make a new breed of pedophiles or a new breed of rapists or you know crazy people mm. um i i don't think there's anything wrong with it it's it's seriously just like another like you know when you go to like i i don't myself <laughs> but like you know <laughs> you know sex shops you go there and people pay to watch porn in a booth like i'm not saying it's ex- it's com- it's the same thing but at the same time it's it's just an object it's it's another peripheral yeah it's another yeah it's just another well, sex well, toy, yeah what just like, what just what you're saying is there you're there is a market it. for it and so people are, pe- people are going to so want to yeah. pay for it because there's a demand for it there's exactly and in terms of safety though i do believe to an extent maybe not for the workers because obviously like they're putting themselves in danger for that anyway regardless and that market's not going to just disappear it might lessen it a bit because like people are always going to want the real thing over like something fake but i think it will um, if this becomes more of a popular choice in terms of for people that do um, get involved in this kind of action, um, it will be safer in terms of STDs and all that shit yeah. as well. Because you, it's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I th- like it's it's already quite dangerous with with how many people are engaging in unsafe sex yeah. in this day and age, and especially within this in the in the sex industry. And I, and I think, man. But I think that what what the um what the mayor was talking about was that that dehumanization of of sex buying is that people don't see like when when people pay for sex they don't think of the person that they're sleeping with as an actual person and when it to, when when you yeah. make that a robot then it it uh, you know takes it f- far away from that as well like that person is like I can do whatever I want because this isn't an actual person um, and I think that's that's better then because at least it isn't a person. As opposed to doing it with an actual person and pretending that they're a robot, just do it with a robot. <laughs> Jesus. This is another level, Raph. This is like a married couple going, hey, honey, look what I got you for our anniversary, a sex robot. So stop fucking me because I don't have any more kids. Yeah. Oh, fair, 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 fair. All right, I see. Are you saying that there's like a a government conspiracy to to like, you know, keep, keep people, keep the population under control by putting robots there? 
Oh my god, Apple, <laughs> Apple sex dolls. <laughs> it's got an Apple logo on its butt. Man, Shit. yeah, it's got an Apple tramp stamp. <laughs> Apple logo tramp stamp. Damn, son, you're, that's another layer, rap. That's another layer. Shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's like that, but look, okay. I think, I think this it doesn't work in Houston for having this, you know, sex robot brothel. But I think it would. There would be a market for it in Japan. Which leads. I think there already is one because you can you can buy the dolls there yeah. already, and, and in terms of hiring them, which leads like, to that um, to the other news article that we have. What is it? Which is the the chameleon? Yeah, you wanna you wanna the chameleon mask. Yeah, let's get into that one. That one's a good one. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's I think it's hilarious, I, man. I think it's a bit <laughs> silly. I think it's a novelty, eh? I don't think it'll ever like take off. To be honest, one one thing does it explain how the human driving controls the human walking, he, they, or does he talk in an earpiece? Turn yeah, left, he turn just right. talks in an like, earpiece. How? how? Yeah. Oh, really? There's no actual control okay. of the surrogate, so they call it the person who's wearing your face. Is basically like they're wearing a helmet with your your um your face projected on a screen in front of their face. They just talk to communicate. Yeah. yeah. Um, they. So you just talk to your surrogate and say, "Oh, can you move up straight?" And then they'll walk up, and they they can still see where they're looking yeah. in front. Because yeah. I'm just trying to think how silly it so, is. Like I'm thinking like the the first thing I think of is I'm just gonna be a dick and just make this guy walk into a wall. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> that's the only thing I'm thinking of. Like it's such a novelty. Oh man, I think it would be a bit awkward. Uh, that'd be really awkward. Oh, you mean get your get your surrogates to go on a date? Is that what you mean? Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I- <laughs> That's a bit yeah. Oh my god, here we go. <laughs> that's pretty much, bro, that's prostitution. That's just straight up. Why would you need to get a surrogate oh, man. for a prostitute? It's like, it's my face, but someone else's body. It's like, oh, whatever floats your boat. Well. Which one? I think it's gone to another level like really like bare basics is like it's a human with an iPad on their face yes that's basically what it is I think I think I I think it's silly to be honest It, it might take off for a bit it'll I reckon like the first time it happens like can you just imagine the first work event one of these surrogates arrive everyone's gonna wanna talk to him just cause it's so funny yeah like, hey, it'll, be, it'll be a novelty until to... everyone starts to do it, and then it'll just be like, "Well, this is, uh, this is, you know, ridiculous now." You know what I mean? It's just it. It seems just so ridiculous, I, but yeah. I, don't I know. think I think it'll be. It's, I, it's uh, the only use case that I can think of is like for sick people who can't make it somewhere. You know what I mean? But but true, you don't yeah. need to strap it to somebody else's face. You can just have an iPad or a computer. Yeah, and that's what I think. It's already being implemented with like people working remote, um, video conference. Like if anything, like a hologram, yeah. like in Star Wars. You know when the Jedi's talk and there's hologram. <laughs> yeah. At least that, but like an iPad on your face is a bit silly. Give jobs to yeah. 
What happens when you get a rogue surrogate? What if, like, there's a rogue surrogate? You know what? I'm already thinking, like, data risks or, like, infiltrating banks or high-security places. I'll, go, I'll work as a surrogate, but really, like, what if I'm a terrorist or some shit? Yeah, but... Now there's going to be, like, all these, like, it's so big now. There's, like, I'm sorry, I'm going to a vortex. I'm thinking of so many things. The laws that have to pass, the background checks, the licenses to work at certain types of level buildings. You need to have legislation know, to man. drive with a surrogate Legislation uh, face, like, for sorry. a surrogate, surrogate but, license. Yeah, chameleon mask. Clean record. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like the segue there. Yeah. Look, I, I think this is wrong. Wrong. No, nah, man. I Very think it's. Wrong. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea. I think that having coins in your pocket is pretty much useless now, because everything, everything about um, you know, uh, money is it's it's turning all digital, you know, um, mm-hmm. and it, it it's it's easier for for the church. It's easier for them to to handle this, and you you can you can see it. It's it's you it's it's all digital, but I think the problem with this is they announced it poorly. You know the way that they announced it, and they they, um, I think the biggest gripe that everyone had with it was that the minimum was set to ten dollars. Yes, that's what I'm. You know, that's that's the only thing. Like, I I can appreciate like it's good that these like especially like church, you know, um, they're grasping onto the technology wave, which is great. I think like, yeah, that's exactly what you said, man. Like you can't just implement a minimum charge type thing, especially for something as sensitive as religion as well. Um, people should be allowed to give what they believe they should give kind of thing. Or like, does it give you an option to give more? Or is it just $10 minimum? No, but the, yeah, the minimum's 10. You can increase or whatever. You can keep tapping. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I reckon like just maybe a half-half system. Like, it, the plate still has room that you can put coins in yeah. and stuff yeah. and cash if you want to, right? But it's also got the chat, the tap. Yeah, well, like fair enough. Yeah, but the minimum thing. Yeah, get rid of the minimum. That's it. I reckon that's because I think because there's a, there's a there's a certain stigma when when you're like when you're asking it's like asking for a dona- donation but then you're implementing like but you have to give this type thing then yeah. it doesn't look genuine yeah at, at all kind of thing so the minimum um, the minimum for a um a charity donation um that's tax refundable in australia i think is two dollars so they could have started oh. off with something that's just maybe two dollars to give you know to, to yeah. as a minimum or they couldn't have oh they could have set um they Poor implementation. They, they shouldn't have set a, a, a minimum at all. You know what I mean? I think that it shouldn't be not at the start. Yeah, especially. I think the the technology and the fact that the church is using it is great, but yeah, it's it's it was the the announcement and the that little minimum. It, it you know, and if they choose to have it at ten good. minimum, then maybe that's that should be a conversation that their congregation shall have. You know what I mean? Hmm. Mm. I don't have much more. I don't. I don't have much more to say to that. I thought it was quite wrong. Like there's so much more I could say, but I'm in Rome, and <laughs> you're about to go to the Vatican. I, wanna, I, I gotta go to. I gotta go to the Vatican right now. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep it. Keep say it what's back. up to. Say what's to up hell. to Pope Franklin. <laughs> what up, Pope? I got no probs. I got no qualms with you. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I haven't, I haven't heard, I haven't heard this yet. So this is perfect. Shout outs.
Woo! It's dope. I love Christian's um production, man. Well done, boys. Well done. That is sick. Say again. Yeah, I did, man. I was watching the Conor McGregor and Khabib uh, fight. I can't pronounce his last name. Um, it, you know what? When it comes to like this this particular fight, I think was a fairly boring fight because of what a lot of people like to see when it comes to um, you know UFC or like boxing or whatever. They want to see action. They want to see people punching. They want to see people kicking. They want to see, you know, movement. But um, I think, and I've never seen Khabib fight before. I've seen Conor McGregor fight. He's a good striker. He does. But um, Khabib apparently is stronger. He has this really strong uh, ground game. So a lot of the, like the, you know, the chokes and, and, and all of the, like the BJJ stuff. And that's, that's why he dominated this particular fight. And in spoilers for everyone listening, um, Khabib won the fight um, by submission in the fourth round. Oh, thanks a lot, man. I was going to watch it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I didn't even watch it. Yeah, he it. tapped out, man. He tapped out. <laughs> and and it... I need to check this out. Yeah, so what happened was I was actually messaging you <laughs> when... um. When it when I was watching it and some people actually jumped into the ring, jumped into the octagon and started punching on Jeez. with Conor McGregor. I think that's what happened. And then what? and then Khabib actually jumped out and started punching on with some other people. It was just people were just brawling for, and I I don't understand why. I, I, I no, this was. In- <laughs> I was gonna say that I was gonna bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to jump in with some comment. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there were Filipinos and there were that's, Australians. That's there. stigma. Um, <laughs> there was no, there were no fly this kicks. Actually, there were no fly kicks thrown. It was just all punching. Um, it's so ridiculous. This is actually the only thing that gets me interested in sport when there's like mishaps or brawls <laughs> at the end. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> but like. A bus? A what? His bus. Yeah, I, man. Look, I think with with Conor McGregor, because he talks so much shit, right? He's, but he's also a showman. So when it comes to these fights when it comes to ufc when it comes to boxing the loudest person is going to always bring more people to the fight and that's why he earns so much money because whenever they yeah. do their pre is yeah whenever they do the pre-match stuff he's like goading the other person he's insulting them he's like you know fuck you i'm gonna fuck you up all of this stuff and that is entertaining to people the people want to see that stuff they get riled up and they get hyped for the fight um and i imagine that because of all of the hype, when they saw that it was just a ground game, um, for the most part, a ground game fight, they were like, oh, yeah, we we, we wanted to see people punch on. You know what I mean? Um, and I think with, with this stuff, it's hard, especially when you train, when you do, when you, when you, when you put your heart and your soul into training, um, you, it's easy for you to take... Uh, you know, take things to heart. When someone goes, I'm gonna fuck you up, in a boxing match, it 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 should be confined in the boxing ring. You know what I mean? Whereas That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this is and at the yeah. end of the day this <clears throat> is a contest. It's a sport. And a lot of people mm-hmm. get really, really passionate about it. But it's still a sport. It still needs to be professional. It still needs to be, you know, have some level of um, sportsmanship. And I think it ruined the it ruined Khabib's victory. Like he's twenty seven to zero now, twenty seven fights to like he's won twenty seven and lost none. You know, 
um, and it's ruined the victory. Like he 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 defeated Conor McGregor, who was an amazing fighter, um, but and, and but uh, because of that brawl, it's just well you you've you've ruined it, and people were throwing mm. drinks at him, spitting at him, like spitting at Khabib when he was getting escorted out. So yeah, bad winner. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think I th- I think so. I mean, Connor Connor is always he's always loud. When he wins, he's loud. He'll be like, "Yeah, I I I won." Whenever he loses, he takes it really gracefully. Like he'll just be like, "Okay, I mm. lost. I did this." And um, you know, I don't I, I don't think he was, I don't think he was trying to engage in any fighting after the fact. You know what I mean? Kept it in the ring. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it's a tactic too, right? To yeah it could be it could be look the like because Khabib is Russian and some and I I don't know that that I watched it I watched the fight with some people and one of them was saying that um, it could be that because it was held in Las Vegas and because this guy's Russian and because of Trump and whatever, there's like America is divided. And so when they think of, oh, he's Russian, he must be evil. And so could be an element. Yeah, yeah. that could <clears throat> be some element of discrimination or racism or divisiveness um, in, 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 in that whole brawl and in that whole, you know, um, that whole pre-fight stuff. Mm. I actually didn't watch any of the pre-fight stuff, um, and like I, I, I went in cold to watch the to watch the the fight. <clears throat> but Khabib is the champion. He was the, the the lightweight champion, and Conor McGregor was he was the challenger. He'd taken some time off, you know, after I think his last fight was the Floyd uh, Mayweather fight. And he came back and to do this. So uh, I, it could have been that Khabib was, you know, the, the good guy or the, the, yeah, I guess the good guy in this. Because Conor McGregor, man, he'll just, when, with pre-fight stuff, he always will try to insult the other person. He'll always be like, I'm going to fuck you up, like whatever. Um and it makes Connor look like the villain because he's the he's the loud talker he's the one who's posturing up he's the one who always you know um he he seems like the bad guy so it could be that Khabib was the good guy in the in in the pre-fight stuff (laughs) maybe maybe he could be it could be yeah that's insane Yes. Yeah, man. Yes. What? Joaquin Phoenix. You seen the actual tra- the trailer? The um the one where it's just zooming into him as a normal person, and then it flashes. That's what you're referring to. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. It's dope, man. I think. Yeah, it's freaking it looks sick. I think the way that they presented it is really good. It looks kind of uh looks very Heath Ledgery. The style? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a good song. I downloaded the song, man. I got I downloaded the song and I just keep playing it now. I just keep playing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole juxtaposition. Yeah. It's so Scorsese. it's Scorsese styles, eh? You could you could vouch for that ref. Hey, Scorsese styles because he is isn't he like an exec producer on it or some shit it looks good it does I'm very excited for it it looks like it could be like I really love tragic tales of people like just yeah that's why I always go for the Mm. villains and this is the epitome of it like I feel like it's gonna be I I hope it's some real disturbing shit that happens to him because we all know the Joker's 
multiple um, origins, even though they're not canon, like how he comes to be. <laughs> and even though none of them are concrete, like they might think of something original for this one, or it might be just one of the classic ones, like the chemical vat, or I, think, I don't know, something. I think the, the speculation killing joke. on this is, yeah, the killing joke. This story is based on the killing joke. You know, you know what they're saying? Like, this is a really cool twist. I read this already, that they're saying that what they might do in the film, they're going to do his origin, but at the end of the movie, we're still not going to know what it is. Like, it's going to be left for interpretation. So it could be the way they film that's it. That's interesting, yeah. I don't know. That's interesting, eh? Because then it'll stay um, true to the... What is it? To the... Um, to his origins, really. Because Joker's origins... To the origins, because you don't know his origin. Mysterious. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and if they keep it at that and do a whole movie about his origin without actually telling his origin, I'm like, man, that's dope. Because then they, you know, <laughs> they they trade true to the source. The source. Is it gonna that's be? The, that's the word. Is it gonna be like um, some Inception stuff where, you know, some Inception. What's that movie, Raf? The one that goes backwards and shit. It's like I don't know, Memento or like like one of those movies that are really trippy. And then like yeah. the end, you're just like, wow, I kind of still don't know what happened but i do so but I, I, I like th- i like that idea of um you know having a great director having a great producer take this uh really established um source material and and yeah. and turning it into something that could be uh, like an amazing movie you know like have keeping it yeah. things like memento uh, the movies like memento maybe inception they stand out because they are you know they've they've taken something and they've kind of twisted the way that they tell the story mm-hmm. you know what i mean and and i think i don't think they're really going for the whole block, blockbuster type um hit like in a suicide squad it was pumped marketing yeah. i think they're really like even the the actor the actors they've chosen the directors they're really looking to try and make something like epic they want this to be and i'm trying really hard not to get my hopes up but <laughs> yeah you know it's a bit hard <laughs> to not Character study. I love that. Yeah, they're, they're doing a character study, exactly. And it's not going to be traded as a comic book. Yeah, they're not treating it as a comic book film. And I'm like, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, and I think yeah I like that too. This is what Suicide Squad should have been, but, you know, oh well. Oh, hard. Hard. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hard. Hard. Yes. Yeah. You know what's another thing I read? I don't know. This is this is sounding a bit far fetched. I don't think it's really true, but it's floating on the internet. They're saying that this could be a prequel to um, Heath Ledger's Joker. Maybe, yeah. Like, it's not far off. Like, look, he's got the hair. And, like, yeah. I've, there's a few scenes that have leaked that they're saying, like, you know, like the killing joke where his wife dies or something. Mm. And, like, he talks about that in The Dark Knight. Like, she gets eaten by sharks or some shit. <laughs> I can't remember. Maybe he cuts his face in the end. I don't know. You never know. He's already putting makeup on, you know? <laughs> What, Maybe it just gets really messed up one day. What, and he's like, man, I'm going to go hard with yeah. the makeup. Ooh, Joker now. I'm Joker. What I really enjoy is the fact that it's this movie feels like they're concentrating less on the like the wow factor or, or, or on, on the franchise mm-hmm. of, the, of, of DC. It's more about the story yeah. of the character. It's more... And you know what helps a lot? Because it's standalone. So they're not thinking of like 10, fu- 10 future joint movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like that business model like what they're trying to do that's why DC flops Marvel's had so many years to already establish what they have mm. but this because they can just like treat it as like it's like mixtapes you know if you treat it as a mixtape joining it's harder to get quality amongst all the tracks that's why it's so hard to make an album but if you just concentrate on one song it could be like real dope you know what I mean yeah <laughs> it's, always, it's always music related but yeah you know it's exactly yeah that was good that's deep man <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I haven't seen it, though. Mm. 
Man, it's just a VFX orgasm, to be honest. That's just like, the whole thing <laughs> is just like all of the giant undersea fights and all that's just the VFX smorgasbord. VFX. I'm getting I'm getting over that shit, eh? It's just too much. Um, I did enjoy like the scenes with Amber Heard and Jason Momoa. Like the two scenes where uh, the 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 scenes where the two of them are like uh, they look like they're in some like town or something and they're they're running away from lasers. Um, that looks fun and it looks entertaining, you know. Um, the so I'm I'm hoping that the the story element of that is really good, but the rest of it is just it's 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 just it's a lot of VFX, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. This is all bright. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're giving it a go. That's true. I think I I have, I have low expectations for the movie, but Mm-hmm. But I think I will watch it and I will enjoy it. In the cinema? No. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait till it comes out. That's true. Um, you know, and, and watch it because I, I, I think it's one of those movies where you just go, yeah, yeah. I, this could be fun. Get to see because yeah, it, it, I don't have I don't have like high expectations to it. It's not it's not going to be a Martin Scorsese film. It's not going to be you know, yeah. an epic. Just Netflix worthy, huh? Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I reckon that's what Venom's going to be for me too. That just came out yesterday. Can't be bothered. I was I was <laughs> really too, excited, <laughs> and then I I saw I was excited for it, and then I saw the trailer, and I was like, oh, I don't know anymore. I'm like, uh. <laughs> everyone's been talking about that. It's it's such a dumb line. Really. It's such a dumb uh, one. I'll probably, yeah, I'll probably still watch it. But, like, I, I don't think I'm too excited. But, my, because my expectations are low, it might surprise me. But I've been, like, disappointed too many times in the past month. So, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just in general, like, oh, I got my food order wrong. I'm so disappointed. I'm interested. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm interested to see how they, they do the whole um, Eddie Brock Venom relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tom Hardy explained it like the way he explained it. He the way he described it was that it's like Ren and Stimpy, you know, from the '90s. So I was, oh I was like, God. okay, I'm interested to see that that type of dynamic with this character because, you know, in the comics, the the character is just Eddie Brock is this angry dude, and Venom is just this blob of anger as well. And so they're all both angry, but having them have a Ren and Stimpy type relationship might be interesting. It might be entertaining. Okay, okay. That's different. It's different. Interesting. Yeah. There's movies. Yes. No? I have seen it. What the hell? I think it's coming out March 2019, right? Wait, Captain Captain Marvel's a girl. Yeah, man. This whole time, I'm thinking Captain America for some reason. <laughs> Holy shit, she's hot. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, I'll watch it. Hell yeah, I'm going to watch this. <laughs> I'm watching this for sure. Damn. <laughs> Why is she a girl? Because Marvel's like Marvel. And Captain Marvel, I just assumed some. it was Captain America. Dude. <laughs> yeah, so Brie Larson... Bro. Yeah, Brie Larson plays Captain gonna, Marvel... And she's, um, I think they've kept it under wraps up until now. You start to see, uh, you know, that they started to release details about it. She looks really good in, in the suit. Um, and it shows off the, like, you know, the villains. She punches an old lady in the trailer. Like, she, <laughs> she just, like, like punches her. Um, and I think because the villain in the movie, the villains, are a, like, a race of shape-shifting aliens. So... Yeah, but it could be funny. <laughs> Can I ask? Is is she the match for Thanos? Is she the match? Uh, that's what they're that's is what they're purporting. That that's what they're saying. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. 
Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my interest has been peaked. Is it? Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I think what they're trying to do with this is because in the comic books um Carol Danvers, I think that's the name uh, of the of the character, she becomes Captain Marvel and she gets her her like memories wiped by like a villain or something like that. And then um in I think in this story she'll crash down to earth and she'll start to reclaim her memories and that's how we see her origin story because it'll still be an origin story of sorts it'll just be um yeah it'll be flashbacks and we'll see it in the way we'll see it as she starts to see it yeah yeah man I'm looking forward to the movie and I think if anything it, it, it it'll just be like it, it'll be a decent movie. I think it's gonna be a decent movie. Okay. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it the just the guys that are remaining are gonna save the originals to come, but like the ones that are that remained were the original heroes, right? And then the yeah. some of the new guys died. I reckon it's gonna be like a sacrificial, like it's gonna be a transition into the new generation because a lot of these guys are old now, like Tony Stark and all that. Yeah, I reckon they're gonna get killed off and then make and revive the other guys, and then they're gonna continue the franchise. Yeah, you know, it's like a sub in. That's this. Yeah, I think that's the general uh, consensus when it comes to what's going to happen in Avengers Four, because mm -hmm. yeah, they've done uh, I don't know how many movies already, over twenty movies, you know, across the first phase, and so how they transition yeah. into the next phase um, will be really interesting to see. But Avengers Two Point Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. This is the end. Wow. I hope it's the end. I really hope so. Yeah, they gotta they gotta keep, like end on a high, you know. Yeah. Because like the last Avengers movie was so good as well. Like just end it on a high note and leave it at that. Like if yeah, if they try to milk the character even more, it'll just get lame, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Things just need to be kill them off. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be like, you know, movies that come out now that are so old, like Jurassic Park and thing, but they'll be like 60-year-old Avengers or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like Jumanji, all these random movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Avengers right, 15, it'll, man. It'll be like it'll be like Luke Skywalker coming back. 
literally that's it because star wars was the one for that generate our older generation like our dads and shit and then when he came back <laughs> here you know he's like old and shit but it's like oh my god it's luke skywalker so in like 20 years time they'll be like oh my god it's captain america or something <laughs> <laughs> but he's old yeah money grab he's like he's, he's just in money grab mode now after this he's like all right i got my money grab money because um locked away in 20 years yeah. i'll come back as captain america i mean there's that and i think i think from an artist perspective like if you're an actor spending 10 years creating and becoming this character like you you've i think he's achieved so much and he can be like okay now i can move on to the next thing with my career you know what yeah. i mean absolutely um, absolutely but i'm really excited That's to cool. see what they do i like that i like that Yo. <laughs> I like that. Um so <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so uh, what I did yesterday was I went to a it was like a this virtual reality co-op video game. Uh, it's called. It's a place called Zero Latency VR, and they've got it across uh, lots of different countries. So obviously, I went to the one here in Singapore. I think there there are um, branches in Australia. Uh, I'm not sure if there's one in London, but so it, what basically what it is is a free roam virtual reality co-op video game, and so I, I went with I went with some friends. There were four of us. You get strapped in with this backpack. Um, you have headphones, and you've got like this virtual reality headset, and you're in a like giant room. It's almost like a like little warehouse, and there's nothing there. And when you're strapped in, you've got the the virtual reality. It's a, a zombie killing game. So the 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 game that I played was called uh, Outbreak Origins. And yeah, man, it's 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 really cool. Because you're free roaming, you're walking around, and you know you're shooting, you're shooting all these zombies and, and whatever, and um, you're interacting with this environment. But yeah, you 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 have the. But it's all virtual, right? The zombies are all virtual. Yeah, they're not real. Yeah, they're all, they're all virtual. Okay. I mean, there there is a chance that you could, um, you know, knock, not like you know, bump into your mate, but they've got sensors and you can see it on your screen. Okay. When you when you get too close, when you get like proximity alert or whatever, and if you get too close to a wall, um, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's another thing I was gonna ask. Like, you know, because virtual wall, real wall. Yeah, know. a lot of the mainstream like virtual reality games are like something on PS4 or or, or whatever. You you're sitting down or you're standing up, but you're not really walking very far. But very intrigued. with this, like we the the the. You're in the middle of this warehouse, and then they tell you to walk to a waypoint. So you walk over there, but on your goggles, it looks like you're walking across this like rickety bridge, or like up this ramp, or you know jumping into a helicopter from the top of a building. Um, it's just wow. this crazy experience because, yeah, it was it was really really fun, and I think if there is a bunch of um, zero latency VR in your country, you should check it out. I need to look into this. That sounds so dope. That's that's way different to like laser tag raf. You know when we just like were raving because it got so boring. They were playing this EDM music, so we just started raving in the middle. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> it was a hey, done. It was a slaughterhouse. We slaughtered these children. Oh, it felt so bad. <laughs> so I'm just thinking like it'll be a lot better than that. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. Oh, man, that could be dangerous. Bring it back, <laughs> eh? 2.0. That would be very dangerous. I already see, like, you remember all the issues that came out from the last wave of Pokemon Go? People walking on streets and... Yeah. This will take it to another level. But yeah, yeah. anyway, that's cool. Yeah. Absolutely.
Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely the way of the future, you know. It's it's gonna. It's, already seeing all these things in the future. Everything's gonna be virtual. Everything's gonna be like all these things that look yeah. ridiculous. It's just gonna be look, the norm. I, I, yeah, and I think I, I think with the, the virtual reality basketball could be interesting, but then like you could just play real basketball. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. Like why? But like why not? Ah, uh, it could be like NBA <laughs> Jam virtual reality. And it'll just look f- it'll look fun. Yeah. I'll get into that just for kids. I think yeah, and I think the only um like downside for me in this game was like you, you could only shoot a gun, right? It was just the, it was just this gun. But when the zombies came close to me, I wanted to like kick them, I wanted to, you know, stab them and, oh, and there was no there was no melee um element to the game. So you uh, just have to maybe shoot. in the next update, eh? Maybe the next software update. And I think that would be I think that would be really cool. Like if I run out of bullets, then you just have like this virtual reality knife and you get a it. virtual hammer. Yeah, virtual knife. Exactly. That's true. But you might end up punching someone, bro. I guess that's the danger. But then you could have like a, re- a, a, a <laughs> just a, like a foam uh, hammer or a foam bat or a foam uh, maybe a retractable uh, knife or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> a retractable. knife. That's, that's just me I just like I like the the physical element of it <laughs> just good boxing bro this guy <laughs> just cause you're such a boxer <laughs> whoa yo yeah So the song that I have today is um, Up In The Air by Rainsford. Are you going to play it? Yeah, so I like this and it's it's like, um, so this particular singer, she has a really, really cool aesthetic, um, really funky aesthetic. Um, it's like a w- weird pop style. Now this song is the more hip hop of her um, songs on her album called um, Emotional Support Animal. Um, and if you watch her video clips, they look kind of weird, but they look really, really, um, it's like a really, really beautiful aesthetic. Um, and, and this particular song, yeah, it, it's just catchy and it has that hip hop element to it that I think, you know, it really vibes well with the whole uh, cheat coders vibe of like hip hop and, and music. Yeah, man, and it takes so as the, as the song goes along, it turns into like an '80s type beat. So this is very like trap and very um, she's like she sings in triplets, and then at, at the very end of the song, it turns into this '80s pop song. So I like the element of like her evolving in this indie like pop music. That's a sick song. Yeah, man. Yeah, I wanna. Um, I'm gonna follow our own playlist. I realize I haven't done that yet. <laughs> get on it, mate. Get on it. <laughs> get on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A bit, bit late to the party, but only because like we haven't been on air for like a month. But uh. I chose Eminem's kill shot because I just wanted to talk about it as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a dope diss track. It's just like I'm just so happy when I heard it. I was in um I was at the groceries at Sansbury. It was a couple of weeks ago already. And um I just paused and I was like, Oh he's just he's, he's in his element again, he's he killed him. I thought he absolutely destroyed Machine Gun Kelly. I, I didn't I didn't really like Machine Gun Kelly before. But now I just really don't like him. And I was just so fired up. I listened to it for a week and I was just so angry for a week. And um, you know me, I just want any excuse to talk about Eminem. And I, I, I thought like I didn't get a chance to do it because like, you know, the album dropped, this track dropped, that whole feud came up. Yeah. And we went on air. We just like we, we took a one month break, and all this cool shit happened on that one month. <laughs> bah! 
I'm getting angry now. <laughs> so wait, wait. Here's a question: This song was playing yeah. in Sainsbury's, like playing in a supermarket. No, no, no. Okay, rap. Can you pause the track for a minute? Because <laughs> like, he's getting too g'd up. Pause. I was, <laughs> I was like, literally. Um, we have a group chat with some of the rapper boys. Yeah, literally. When this, I don't know. I have this OCD tendency. I have look. I have an OCD disorder. When I'm just like hunting for something, I'm looking it up every 10 minutes. And because of because Kamikaze dropped the album, and I knew the disc was coming, like Machine Gun Kelly Thinger, it was hyped up. Sway had interviews of Eminem, like in parts, like four parts, and they drop every day. I'm like, it's coming, it's coming. I had this OCD thing where I was just looking up, Googling Eminem every 20 minutes for an entire day. <laughs> can you imagine this 20, there's like 12 hours in a day. You, you can imagine how many times I Googled Eminem every day for how long until the song came literally when it dropped i was like oh my god it's here i found it i think i was the first person to hear it literally because it wasn't on any platform yet it wasn't on like on the twitter on instagram mm. like it was on that random us other website and i dropped it on our rapper friends group chat and one of the dudes called i was like dude what the hell do you have like automatic notifications for eminem because this dropped like 10 minutes ago and I was like, yeah. I think that deserves and it. I, was, I think that deserves and the I was like, one right there. Heard it first. <laughs> and it happened. <laughs> and it happened while I was doing my groceries. So this is like how OCD I am. I'm doing groceries and like in the checkout. I'm like, hmm, maybe it's time for me to check M&M again. Put my phone out. And I was like, oh my God, it's here. And then I just paused. Paused. And just... <laughs> yeah, these guys would all wake up. <laughs> They'd wake up and like I'd be like Mac Miller's dead, R.I.P. And like all these, everyone wakes up. And like Eminem dropped the disc, kill shot, MGK dead. Heard it first, and then listen to him. <laughs> anyway, I get the exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, like it's old now, but like you know, at the time I was so hyped for it. And um, yeah, we can't tell. I don't tell. think anything's we, gonna happen. We, we can't else. tell, man. We can't but tell. That, I think that I think that beef. I think that beef's dead. Like I don't think MGK is gonna respond. I think he knows he's lost. But whatevs. Good, good shit. Yeah. Anyways, um, I like it already. Ah, uh, I did some. <laughs> he makes some good videos, man. He's a dope performer, man, as well. Yeah, I think um. Chopping, chop, chop, chopping. I'm gonna have to listen to it in more detail later. Absolutely. I think um, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Um, Rafi, still alive? You still with us, mate? Our host is dead. We lost. We lost him in in Anderson Pack. <laughs> Yo.
the, the way the way you make it sound, it's like, all right, Nats, go have a cry or have a fit kind of thing. It's like let the let the baby talk. Kind of thing. <laughs> That's what it feels like. That's why I'm like, I don't know about this segment, Raph. It's not really a rant. It's not really a, like anything. I just wanted to say, um, you know, what are we now? Episode fifty-one. Yeah, fifty. F- fifty. Is this fifty or fifty-one? Because I thought five fifty oh, was a finale. Oh. This is fifty. Can we like have a round of applause for that? A round of applause. Can I say like? Our intro is quite abrupt, and I just wanted to say, like, we've come a long way. Like, we did talk about this last episode, but what I realized was in the last episode, I was so out of touch with it. I was kind of just, like, not there in the room kind of thing, and it got me thinking, like, the whole, this past, I don't know if you guys noticed, but this past maybe few weeks, I've just sort of detached. I kind of deactivated all my social media Mm. and everything, because I've realized a lot of times... Especially, like, I'm doing all these really cool trips and, like, I'm living in this country now. A lot of times I've realized I'm doing, slipping in the same patterns from last year where I'm just not being in the moment of places as well. And I realized last episode, that was quite a pivotal episode. Like, we, we've come from how many episodes and that was to wrap it up and I was kind of just, yeah, yeah, when are we finishing? Because I don't know what the hell I was going to do after. My mind was either in the past or in the future and not living it here. And that's why I made a point, like, you know what, I'm gonna be here, I'm gonna talk to my friends in this hotel room and like, you know, just be in it, just be engaged with you guys. So I just want to say, man, I appreciate you too. Like, uh, this, is a, this is a moment in time I like that, that we're here right now. I like that. Can, can you feel that though? Can you feel that energy? Like, this is it. Like, where are you now, Raph? Are you at home? Where are you, Don? Are you, you're in Singapore or some shit. I'm at home in Singapore, yeah. <laughs> Do, do you not do you not see that? Do you not feel that? Like how crazy is this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like originally, yeah. like it, it would have been like I've been struggling a lot lately. Like I'll be in like where the fuck was I last week? I can't remember. <laughs> like all right, for example, today I'm in Rome, but um at first I'm like oh man, I just want to get this over with. Let's let's just do this podcast, and then I just want to get out there and do my thing. And I could have very well be here, but my mind's somewhere else type thing. And I realize I've been doing that a lot, and it just goes back to. I think people that just want to keep doing things, but they're not ever really being there. And I feel like my whole life for a long time before that was was that. Mm. Like, I'm just trying to tick off shit, trying to do things. Like, you can see, like, the Eiffel Tower and not actually feel the Eiffel Tower. Is that too deep? Do you believe... Do you, do you, do you get where I'm getting at? I get you, man. Kind of thing? I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know, it's... Fu- Yesterday, I actually, for once, just took my time. Like, I was with the group before of some of my mates and I decided look guys I'm going to detach I realized I'm just going to do my own thing because I'm not up for just going to all these monuments ticking them off take a quick photo and I'm not there all I did was a coliseum I checked into my hotel I rested I'm even like just trying to like feel this hotel like I'm here right now like wow look at my surroundings and all I did was a coliseum not just to take a photo but just to think and like yeah. shit happened here kind of thing you know like gladiators were killing each other here I know if I was just like in a in like with my group of friends or not quite there, just I want to take this photo really good. Um, I wouldn't even have that time to really appreciate where I was. Mm-hmm. So I, I think like really taking it easy and just like detaching from social media from time to time. Usually when I detach, people think like I'm off the rails again or like something happened. You know, like when people say social. Uh, deactivating is the new running away or whatever what was that is that the saying or some shit like that i don't know not sure um whereas for whereas for me it's more like i just i just want to like get away from knowing everything and just be really in my own space that's why i love being alone a lot it it sounds like it sounds like you're trying to be more present and in be in the present moment it is and not but you don't realize how hard it is that's why i want to ask you guys do you struggle with that because i feel like i struggle with that a lot and sometimes I i have to take these extremes where i'm just like I just want to be alone for like a good 48 hours and just really own what, what do I actually feel? Am I happy, sad? And it's not, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, I feel like some people are just like on an autopilot through life and just going through kind of thing. Yeah, man. Anyway, I think a lot of people struggle with that. What are you going to do later? Mm. 
be in the present. Absolutely. Yeah. I can agree. And that's what I mean about this. Like, I've decided, like, yeah, I could be, you know, thing, but I really want to, like, doesn't matter where you are. You just have to really own where you are presently every time. And it's easier said than done. Like, that's what I've realized how it's actually quite hard to do if you're not trained for it. Some people can do it naturally. And, like, like just now, I'm, like, looking at it. Yeah, cool. I'm doing a podcast with you guys, mm. but I'm in some random hotel somewhere in Rome. It's, it's, that's cool in itself. It doesn't have to be I'm on the freaking, um, I don't know, what else is in here? In the Colosseum. Like, I don't need, you don't need to keep thriving for more kind of thing. You can just really find the beauty in anything, wherever you are. Yeah. Everything, doesn't matter. Like, yeah, I realized that when I was just walking my street, like just even starting a new job and being in a new office environment, I just stopped for a minute. I'm like, wow, like now I'm here. A couple months ago, I was there. Mm. kind of thing whereas something it's just there's that constant chase that constant need for more so like you know some things that i've been just really dwindling about and wanting to yeah yeah just just want to encourage people like doesn't matter where you are a lot of people are like man wish i was there i was like yeah cool but you know I, it's not like all roses and rainbows you know there's times as well yeah. and that's where i detach from social media like yeah i'm posting all these great things and people saying like, oh man, like I'm not trying to brag. Like I'm just trying to say like, people are like, oh, like you're living the life. But it's like, but you don't see the other side. It's not all always like this. Like I still have my sad times, you know, you don't see that. And then I decided just to detach, like not even show the happy times, not show the sad times, just actually be in those times for myself. Like if I'm happy, I'm happy. Yeah. I don't need to show the world. If I'm sad, I don't really show the world when I'm sad, but you know nice. what I mean? Like just balance. Yeah. The, there, there's a lyric from a from a song uh, by a rapper called Kyle, and I think I. <laughs> <laughs> nice, I like that. The um, the yeah, there's a uh, and Kyle's on on the cheat code stash as well. Um, one of his lyrics says, uh, "I like myself enough, that's why I barely post." Yes, and, and it, yes. it's one of those things. Is like, well, you don't have to show everyone what you're doing you don't have to mm -hmm. you know um you have to justify exactly it. you don't have to prove it and you when, whenever you and go on a holiday you could just be on holiday and not have to show people you it doesn't you don't have to do ootd or you don't have to show them what you're eating <laughs> you know just be there and experience that moment and experience that time that you're there exactly amen and on the flip side, I'm not hating on people that do do that because I do post stuff too. But like in, in moderation, it's got to be like, it's really at the end of the day, it's what you're feeling at the end yeah. kind of thing. Deep down. You're not just doing it to do it. Yeah. Cool, cool.